Warning, this podcast may contain adult themes and inappropriate language not suitable for the kids. You've been warned. Did you know that women have more bacteria on their hands than men do? EFTM. Tech. Cars. Lifestyle. This is the EFTM Podcast with Trevor Long, Chris Bowen, Jeff Quattromani and John Abood. I'm not sure in this era of Me Too and the like that we should be reading out trivia like that, but it's on the internet, so it must be true. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think we're allowed to say that. Yes, we are. Oh, right, well, okay. It's a fact. We are not regulated we, by any governing body well, aside from Trevor. What we need is to <laughs> change that by doing more cleaning and yeah. therefore having more bacteria on our hands, if that's the purpose and the reason for the fact. Well, the bathroom here in the EFTM office is disgusting. You so, reckon? Uh, Bodo, you're up. <laughs> it's my job to oh, clean, clean the bathroom. It. What's wrong with it? When do you clean it? What's your problem? You know what we Mate, need? We need a mop. Say. We need a mop. That's right. the problem. Are you oh. talking about the floor? Just about all of it. Yeah, but yeah, yeah mainly so the floor. So women don't come here, and um, as a result, it's a little bit dirtier. Do you know what I've noticed about that as well? What? A lot less toilet paper in use. Yes! Mm-hmm. Women use more toilet paper. That's another... Um, well, I don't, a, I'm not that, sure you, you know, should look say that. that fact up. We should start <laughs> I'm the not show getting involved. <laughs> I'm not getting involved. It's a fact that women use more toilet paper than men. Okay. That's Bowen reading the well, fact that That was a terrible Bowen impression. Try again one more time. I no. won't be doing that. No. Um, that's an unusual fact, Trev. And, uh, look, Jeff's not here. If you're out there, where is Jeff? <laughs> John's here, by the way. Where's John Jeff? Wake up, Jeff. I just forgot about Jeff momentarily. <laughs> where is he? Jeff uh, Jeff had an interstate work uh, commitment yesterday, which meant he had back-to-back meetings today, plus he's on the drink tonight. Right. Christmas, so work Christmas party. See, you know what? It's the 30th today yeah, uh, in podcasting early for Christmas land. Plans. It's not December. It's like turning the lights on early. Yeah, it's stupid. It's too early for a Christmas party. Is it a Christmas party he's going to? Yeah. That's well, ridiculous. Wh- when's party. your work Christmas party? Not until the 12th or 13th. That'll be big. They usually are. When's ours? Me and Trev just show up. Yeah, we'll have one I'll on Monday. There. Okay. Yeah. On we'll Monday. Be, we'll Tell drinking. you what, we'll have burgers. We'll <laughs> have <laughs> burgers again. That's all we have here at the EFTM HQ. EFTM. You're listening to the EFTM podcast with Trevor Long, Chris Bowen, and Jeff Quattromani. Sometimes we just don't get to reviewing things and it takes a while. But when we get to them, rather interesting. Um, this week, Bowen and I installed an app on mm, our phones, mm. which, using all the sensors the phone does giveth, uh, is tracking your driving yeah. and rating your driving, scoring your driving. It's called UbiCar. UbiCar. U-B-I-C-A-R. It's free to download. Capital U, capital C. Okay, well, I don't it. think it matters on the searching. <laughs> well, I just want to let you know that if, in future, if you write an article about it, that's how you spell it. Okay, well, yeah. that's good to know. Um, it's an Aussie app. Yeah. And it literally uh, determines when you're driving. Mm. Uh, it gives you a score based on things like phone distraction, acceleration, braking, cornering, uh, and Bowen, you're struggling. <laughs> Yeah, look, I think it's down to the route that I take, and it is the longest route um, of all of us, I believe. In total, it's around 40.6 kilometres. It involves a lot of twists, involves a lot of turns, and uh, and a lot of speeding, apparently, and a lot of hard <laughs> acceleration, and a lot of bad braking, and a lot of bad cornering. Oh. Trevor came in yesterday gloating about his performance, uh, five-star five performance. Five he travelled three kilometres. Oh, oh, mate, still that five stars. You, you could have walked still that. Still five stars. I drove from Wesley to Willoughby uh, the other day, mm. one star. <laughs> One star. Well, what are you? What are you averaging, Bodo? Uh Look, my overall score is okay, as far as I'm aware. It's well, it's sixty nine. So each trip gets a star rating, yeah, right. And each individual component of the trip, like phone distraction, cornering, gets a star rating. Mm. But then all of that accumulates into an overall score. So my overall score is seventy eight mm. after thirty three trips and three hundred kilometers of driving. Sure. Um, and then on acceleration, I get seventy six. Braking, I get seventy eight. Phone distraction, eighty five. And speeding 82, cornering 64. So cornering's my Achilles heel. Yeah. Um, but Bowen, you just you just can't drive. No, I put this down to the phone moving around in the car a lot. Um, it needs to be, I think, you know, stuck onto the windshield. Yeah, I said that to you. I worry because it's using the phone sensors for G-force and stuff like that. I yeah. think you need to put it in a mount so yeah. that, like, I put mine in a cup holder. Mm. And if it if you if your phone bangs around in the cup holder, it mm. thinks it's going around corners, right? Running, sure. yeah. So Naturally. if you're going to run this, I do think you need to have your phone in a in a mount on, yeah. on the windscreen. Well, just sorry, your over, sorry, John, your overall score. Just take me through that again. So I've I've scored 16 trips and I've travelled. 450 kilometres for a score of 69. Yeah, I've done 33 trips, 370 kilometres, overall score of 78. Mm. Can we talk 
can we talk purpose? I mean, you've got a score. Fantastic. Yeah. What for? A couple of things. Interesting. Uh, first and foremost, uh, so that I can brag that I'm a better driver than Bond. Mm. Right. critical. So you, could, you, and, you and your mates he's can do that. He's had far more crashes than me, incidentally. <laughs> In fact, he's had... I haven't not had a crash. crash. Not never had a crash. You've never not had a crash. No, I've been rear-ended three times, but I was stationary <laughs> on every occasion. Yeah. Uh, I'm a better driver. Um, I've just had some bad luck yeah. over the years. He's just sure. crashes cars. Um, yeah, right. Yeah. Then there's competitions, which we'll get to, and but then there's insurance. Yeah, they're talking about getting to a point where they offer insurance through the app. Yeah. So uh, it's there now, um, and you can start a quote. Mm. But essentially, it uses your score to determine your insurance premium. And the thing here is, as I understand it, and they haven't officially launched it yet, but as I understand it, they want this to be a variable premium. Mm. So month to month, your yeah. premium could oh, wow. go up or down based on how well you drive. Yeah, that's a great idea. That's Isn't it cool, well, right? That's an yeah. exceptional it's, idea. It's an incentive to drive better. And yeah. you as a young fella know that you're driving, yeah, you really don't give a rats. And mm. so why not have some incentive, which is financial? I nearly died twice on the way here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's because you're driving a rubbish car. You get up early, you're fatigued. The, the thing is, I, I love the idea, but I just don't know that it's mass enough. Like I think, mm. like I look at these and I think from an entrepreneurial point of view, are they just trying to make something that's so good the insurance companies buy them out so that you know that becomes a, an sure. offering for them? Or are they looking at being a third party that offers you know insurance premiums ongoing? Yeah. I really like the idea. Like I, I tested a thing once for, I think on a QB or something, it was an insurance box. Mm. And it plugged into the OBD, the onboard diagnostic mm. port of the car. And using a SIM card and everything built in, it would track your driving. And mm. so QB were offering a sort of you know premium discount based on that. A very similar type of service, except yeah. this one's a lot more in-depth, yeah. as we're talking about. This one feels a lot more in-depth. It's a lot more graphical. It's a lot more real-time, whereas the QBE one was really just for QBE's knowledge, not right. really for you to muck around with. Mm. Um, so maybe we've just got to realize we're getting to the point where this is the way insurance premiums are done. You know, Should you get a discount if you've got a dash cam? Mm. Like, you know, those yeah, kind of things. Yeah. Yeah. Like, should you be incentivized to give the insurance company more information by giving you a lower lower premium? In John's case, no, that'd be a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but, but you know what, though? If I was running this, I would drive better. Yeah. Well, I that's the thing. And first and foremost, it does turn you into... Well, it makes you more conscious of how you drive. Totally. It's as simple as that. And also, in the background, it, there's a bit of a game going on. Yeah. You can collect points. They call them... Uh, Ubi coins, not so like Bitcoin. That. Why does everything? Well, need to be? you're able to redeem these points. What's as your well? overall leaderboard point score? Uh, I just went off the screen. So uh, go back, go to the competitions. Competitions, tab, yes. Uh, under then the go trophy. overall leaderboard here. Overall the top left. leaderboard, yes. What's your total? Position? My rank is three thousand seven hundred fifteen. I'm three thousand one hundred twenty fourth. There you oh, go. All right. So that that obviously means there's at least three thousand people got the app. And using it, and there's three thousand people driving much better than us. I'd argue there's three thousand seven hundred by Bertolt's right. <laughs> yeah, probably. But probably the point, right the, the thing here is, then what they do is they create these competitions within the app, and they're offering these coins. Mm, yeah. So think of them like frequent flyer points. Yeah, and they've right. got a store where you can redeem those well, those what are we, points. What are we buying? Oh, I don't know. Have you seen what you're able you to buy? Buys, I think. You know, just just it's very similar to Qantas and what Virgin yeah, offer yeah, basically. You know, you might you get know, a retail or something. But they're offering, um, you know, like a breaking challenge and a November champion driver yeah. and all these kind of. You know, essentially incentives regularly, but the thing is, they're, they're, they cost money to get in. Yeah, exactly. So I noticed that one of them, I thought, I'll enter that. It's like 15,000 points. You've got to pay 500 to get in. To get a start. 500 points. Yeah. Mm. 500 coins of theirs. Coins, yeah, not not real dollars. Yeah, yeah, I've got yeah. 300 already. So it wouldn't take me more than a few more weeks to earn those yeah, coins to, to get into it. But you, you also cop penalties. So I, I copped a cornering score penalty this morning. That's uh, 30 points gone. But I did get a breaking score bonus of 15 plus. Where's that? Uh, that's under the coin section. You can look through all the various points that you are given. No I've got a curve control about? bonus, smooth operator bonus, bone. fuel saver bonus. Bone. What yeah, coin section, mate? In the Dashboard, trips, insurance, okay, competitions. Okay, just, just go to uh, uh, up the top there in the top right-hand corner, click on the little coin logo, and you'll find everything that I'm talking to you about so right now. So how many now. points did you get got, d- demerited? Uh, 30. Wow, I've only ever got plus one or minus one. Yeah, well, I'm all over the shop. Oh, no, smarter <laughs> corner bonus. I've got a no need. 15. Fifteen. So here's the thing. Um, the challenge, we, we had a bit of fun with this on Twitter and Facebook. We asked people to join in. And we had a couple of the regulars join in, and that's awesome. Thanks, boys. Mm. But we've decided to talk to the people at Ubicar and run an EFTM competition. Yes, that's right. Now, it'll probably start on Monday, Tuesday next week. So if you download the app now, and John, you're required to do this mm. as a member of the team. Well, well, yes, you have um, no say. No say. That's mm. This is a dictatorship, yep. you know, if you haven't realized that Very already. Very much right. Yep. Um, what? Tyrant. You're a tyrant. tyrant. I'm a dictator, not Di- a tyrant. Are they different? <laughs> not really. <laughs> not really. <laughs> um, I just prefer dictator. It's, yeah, a, much okay. more, it's a much stronger word. Yeah, um, so you're, you're required to download the app. So is Jeff. Mm. Uh, 
and we're going to run a comp. So what will happen is you'll, you'll, in, under competitions, the EFTM comp will be listed. Yes. But the thing is we're going to run it for a month, mm-hmm. the month of December, and we're offering real prizes. Okay, so okay. for our for our listeners, we're offering real prizes now. Um, third prize will be a set of uh, AudioFly uh, wireless headphones. Correct, they're about one hundred and eighty. That's bucks. second prize, I really believe. Good second. Oh, it's a second. Second prize. Yeah, the, the, Nest, so the Nest, Protect. Nest Protect smoke detector will be third prize. Yep. First prize is a Sonos One. Yeah. Okay. You're but, kidding. Really? So we Sonos One speaker, no mucking around here, mm-hmm. and all you got to do is be the best driver in the EFTM group. Now, at this point in time, there might only be five people joined, so it's a pretty good chance of winning, but the incentive what? is there for everyone to join. Everyone is listening. Mm. I'm just saying, you know, people, this is the thing about competitions. You don't realise the easiest way to win competitions mm. is to enter. Well, hold on now. What if some wank, it just drives one trip and gets... Yeah, that's that's 100. the challenge, isn't it? Um, can we set a, can we well, set a minimum of well, kilometres? We think about that, the, we? No, no, I think the Ubicar team have ways of yeah. determining all okay. that stuff. Yeah, we'll leave that up to them. They're running the T's and C's and all that stuff. Yeah. The bottom line is we want people to engage in this app, have a bit of fun, play around with it. And I'm curious more. We're not going to talk about this every week, but I'm curious whether in a month from now we feel like we're driving better. Mm. You know, like if you're thinking, I do. To be honest, I think from Monday I will. We noticed that um, on mine, just the trip from work to home, which is mm. a very small trip, yeah. there's three 90-degree turns, and they were coming up every time as being a cornering warning, yeah. and it's like, because I'm going 45 around the corner, yeah, right. I should be going 35 or 25, <laughs> You're going 45 right? around those co- wow. Whatever, you know what I mean? Impressive. Like, I'm just saying, you're going too fast. Yeah. So, I've noticed myself going, oh, I'll just potter around this corner instead, mm. which is what you're meant to do, mm. right? So, I think it's interesting. I think it's a good challenge. I think it's fun. I think it'll be interesting to see what other people feedback is yeah. and we want your feedback you can post it on Facebook or on Twitter but join up to UbiCar now download the app it's free it requires all your permissions because you've got to give it every you know sure. sense of permission can we location no okay can I can we have a prize for last it's no. where I'm like <laughs> no. no because we don't want to incentivize bad driving yeah true right. yeah that's a good point you complete idiot it's like yeah. Jeff's really he's here he's a smart like this guy Trevor it's like Long. Jeff's really here <laughs> it's just filled in perfectly a <laughs> last well, prize obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Can we can we give a prize to the bloke that is the worst the, driver? The worst driver. Of all. Your impressions are so far off, mate. Honestly, is that me? Yeah, is that's that... how you sound. Wow. No, actually, this is how you sound. I I put on my radio voice when I'm holding a microphone. <laughs> G'day, boys. Great to that's be with not you. you. Well, this podcast is not how you sound in real life. It is. It's not, mate. It's how I talk every day. You have this different different way of, of factually kind of incorrect. No, I'm inviting the fans to the EFTM office. You've to come. got like a Lebanese twang. <laughs> I wonder why Can that is. Mixed with a bit of Aussie. Someone play a sting. Okay. This is the EFTM podcast. Lebanese. A boot. Chris Bowen and Jeff Cotramani. All right, so we're talking about cars now. And uh, I had the chance to compare two big seven seat SUVs. I know, John, you're certainly not in the market for one of these. Trevor, I think you are, although you're looking at vans for some reason. Because my wife wants sliding doors. I although checked. she did see one of these in an ad and think it looked good. Looked at the Holden Acadia, which I spoke about a couple of weeks ago when I attended the local launch. And I pitched it up against the Mazda CX-9. And in this case, it was the top of the range Azami LE. Now, look. These are big cars, there's no doubt about it. The Holden Acadia, seven-seater, as I said, it's powered by a V6. The Mazda's powered by a two-litre four-cylinder engine. So, world of difference when it comes to power. You drove the Acadia briefly. Oh, my Lord. And you came back and said, what about the it's throttle on this thing? Yeah, It's like uh, it's like driving a go-kart with the direct throttle. It's, it's just it's immediate power. Mm. Not, obviously, torque electric style, but just... No. I- intense power. It didn't feel like I had any control over the, the speed at which I was accelerating. It I- was... Out of this world. How'd you go on Ubicar with that? I didn't have it at the time. <laughs> no, we didn't have it then, <laughs> yeah, thankfully. thankfully. I, because it, it packs 231 kilowatts. It's the Commodore engine, basically. Uh, it's a little bit old school in terms of technology. There's no doubt that the Mazda engine is far more sophisticated. It's a petrol as well, 2.5 litre, uh, and, and much less powerful. Mm. But the Mazda, when you pitch it up against this American-sourced Acadia, is it's premium. It's affordable premium. It uh, does it, feel like the difference between like a BMW and a... There's a massive like, difference. In terms of interior fi- yeah. finish. Well, yeah. it's a GMC car, the Acadia, so it's very truck-like, because they do trucks and SUVs. That's all they do, yeah. pretty much. It feels like we, were get, we felt like we were on our way to CES. That's exactly right. We felt like we were in a Yukon or something like yeah. that, or a, a Chevy Suburban. But the, the, the major benefit that it does have over the Mazda is that it handles better, because yeah. and that's uh, uh, down to being tuned by Aussies, basically. The Holden development team here, here in Australia, there's about 150 of them working so on these just, types I of mean, cars. I think just for people listening, and we've had our share of narcs uh, in conversations with them over Facebook on the Commodore and things like that, but mm. you know Holden 
exists now as a, a tuning team, yeah, a, a marketing right. and tuning Basically. organization. Yep. They they market cars, yep. um, and they have a bunch of engineers who make cars feel like they feel like Australians like cars. Yes. Because it's actually possible to tune the steering, to mm. tune the throttle, tune all the parts of a car before it leaves the factory floor mm. um, to feel a certain way. Like the weight of the steering can be actually influenced by the yeah. engineers. Well, they take it down to the Lang Lang Proving Ground in Victoria oh, and Yang they Yang? do lap and lap. And it's Yang Yang or Lang Lang? Uh, Lang Lang. Ford Yang Yang? Uh, I couldn't tell you that. I'm pretty sure it is. Is this a it's, G-up or what? No, Lang no, that's Lang. seriously. The, Lang, uh, yeah. Lang. For yeah. any particular reason or? I don't know. Look it up. You Google like it while we're right. They do lap after lap after lap and then they send all the data back to the Americans and go, this is how we want this it set up. It's also got adaptive suspension, which the Mazda doesn't have. So it's constantly adjusting its ride as you go through the corner. So it's an engaging drive. But look, the Mazda's beautiful. Uh, this is the top of the range, uh, the Eli Azami. So it's got a beautiful interior. Lots of soft, what they call Nappa leather, which is extra soft leather. It's just so the, beautiful. The leather luxury. in the Acadia is fake. Um, and uh, the, the, the plastics across the dash are... Are very hard. Yu Yangs uh, is the Ford proving ground in Geelong. Yin Yang, yeah, there you Yu Yangs. So the as tested Holden Acadia LTZ V, which I drove, is sixty three thousand nine ninety. It was only the front wheel drive. You really need the all wheel drive model because it's got was so problem? much power. It, it, it had too much power. Right, I've never known an SUV just to uh, wheel spin so much from the front the front end. It's incredible. And if you look at the Mazda, it's sixty six four nine ninety. So both in the same sort of space in terms of pricing. But geez, it'd be hard to walk away from the Mazda and go for the the Holden, so wouldn't it? How does Holden sell the Arcadia? That's the problem, right? I, I think it appeals to Bogans. Uh, I, feel really, I really do. Think, I think it may fill a gap in terms of those who miss the Commodore and the Utes. Because, I mean, you could bling this thing up, put big, rim, big shiny wheels. rims on it. And There'll be accessories from GMC. Yeah. You know, all the people that Side were putting steps. Chevy badges on um, VE Commodores. Yeah, exactly. Probably love to put a GMC badge on this. Yeah. And that kind of stuff out there in the Druid. 100%. Uh, it just appeals to a different type of person. That, that's it. So essentially, they're not really competing, but mm. you could absolutely see a husband and a wife mm. going head to head on this. Yeah, my wife you, liked mate, the Holden. She had so no drive. Yeah. And the you mentioned Holden that. Too. Yeah. The Mazda interiors are significantly nicer, like oh, by, yeah. by a factor of about eighty-five. Twice as good, at least. Yeah, yeah. There's no doubt Thanks about it. Thanks for the factors. And, and, and overall, it's probably screwed together better as well. Like it's just a better-made car. Yeah, You'd yeah. think the Mazda. They both got the same warranty, five years, well, unlimited cabs. Complained, and you mentioned this in the in the review, or or to me at the very least that. The, the split split seat. Yeah, so it's on the wrong the right side. side. So you have got the sixty forty. So the larger side of the sixty forty split is on the on the road side. So when you're loading your kids in right. to the la- the larger part of that split, you're on the wrong why side. Why do they the do? Why do they do a split? Well, it's a left left hand drive in the US. Because in the US right. that's perfect, but over here it's and the they build side. it as a right hand drive just for Australia and New Zealand, incidentally. But they haven't gone the whole hog. They haven't fixed the back seat, which is a bit of, a bit of an issue. The split is so the driver has more space. No, no, no. The, so the, the, no, we're talking about the second row, so you can get to the third row. So why not do it to get the kids into the 50. third row? Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you can still yeah. get them in if you really want to on the other side. It's just yeah. a smaller gap. So you right, know, right, there's right. a few little things that haven't quite carried over as they should. I don't know how it's going to sell. I mean, the the, the the I like the advertising campaign. It's pretty oh, funky. It's called Arrive in Acadia. Arrive Acadia. That's it. It's very funky. It's got like a hip hop song. So it's heavily promoted. You haven't yeah. seen it, don't no. you? It's doing watch a great job. Two or three of us haven't seen it, so it's obviously doing right, very well. There's billboards all well, over the motorways. Family food fight. I've got nothing. Okay, fair enough. It's the only show we watch. Uh, reporting no. in, Lang Lang is either a Chinese pianist or a small town outside Victoria. Oh, yeah, so well, that's the small town so outside Victoria. What about Lang Lang and Yu Yang? <laughs> oh, it's in Victoria. I don't know. Mate. No, Yu Yang is uh, the Ford I'm proving. Not looking that one up. I just did, mate. Right. Well, I think Lang Lang sounds better than Yu Yang. Two separate places, mate. But why are they all such dumb names, mate? Oh, yeah, That's yeah, what I'm getting at. Tell the historians about how dumb that name is. It's been around for a long, long time. They've actually just spent millions on it, upgrading the surface and all the facilities yeah, right. there. So they're pretty serious, which is funny because General Motors is sacking 14,000 people at the moment over Still the next couple of years and, and shutting down assembly plants. Just on that, because you mentioned that on the site this week, eftm.com. I did. Um, you mentioned that they were shutting down a bunch of plants and EV was to blame. Mm-hmm. But then I saw a, an article that said the Vault was ending production. So explain that to me. Well, the Vault's built on an old, a, a traditional platform that a sedan could be built on, for example. So hold, uh, sorry, General Motors are going to narrow down their platforms to a, a total of five over right. the next few years. And they're going to be electrified-based platforms, so they don't need the architecture to accommodate an engine. So, so the stop. Bolt, for example, yeah. is probably staying in production because it's a new model, exactly. a platform built for itself. Yeah, correct. Right. That's hundred percent right. So, I mean, and they're going to go down the whole virtual development path, you know. So you, you literally, you just don't know. You need physical people to design cars. It's all just done by one person on a computer. They're investing in technology, you know. 
uh, it's amazing what art- artificial intelligence yeah. can do these days in terms of car design. Can you turn that down, Trev, whatever oh, that I was? I didn't know what it was, and now I realise. Yeah, it's your wife sending abusive <laughs> messages. <not> <laughs> but, yeah, they're really um, struggling at the moment in terms of uh, their future. Well, I just I love the look of the Arcadia. I didn't mind the drive, but I'm just not convinced by it overall. No, well, I'm not convinced either, to but be I, honest. You know what? I think it's, it's in the same category as the Commodore. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I like the look of it. I like the drive of it, but... Who's buying it? Problem is, we get the dregs. It's also been around for a while. It's been in the states for a couple of years, mm. you know. So it's not—it's not really new. I still think, and it might be too bold, but they should just bring the Yukon out. Yeah. Like I reckon. I think we the, will get a lot the, of trucks. The stuff that we drive in the US, mm. the Suburbans, the Yukons, and those kind of things. But mm. I reckon they would sell well here. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. But uh, a lot of our shopping centre car parks probably Wouldn't can't accommodate. There'd be a lot of infrastructure that needs to change. All right. All right. Listen to the EFTM podcast. This is the EFTM Podcast with Trevor Long, Chris Bowen and Jeff Contramani. Talking about the need for digital radio. Mm. Now, I was big on digital radio back in the day. We did a lot of work and development on it back in the early 2000s before it launched. Um, And we've got a digital radio here in the office, but it's rubbish because we live so far on the outskirts of Sydney, according to digital radio, that the signal doesn't really work that well here. It's weird because we're actually up quite high here. You'd think the signal would be okay. In no, terms of the overall it's getting close to geography the, of the, of the boundary, essentially. Yeah. I can yeah. get it out of Wind, uh, Pitt Town, where I live. Yeah, You've got to be lucky, mate. got to be lucky. got to be lucky. That's the problem with digital radio. But yeah, JBL this. this week announced a little speaker. It looked to me like one of their standard Bluetooth speaker, and yeah. it had got a little tiny digital display on it yeah. because it's got FM and digital radio built in. Yeah. Mm. I like the idea. I haven't seen this before, have you? No, I can't remember a, that portable, a portable Bluetooth speaker with digital radio. No. I can't think what of it. What are we talking about for price? So it was one hundred and twenty nine. No, it was one hundred and twenty nine dollars. Okay, that's, that's pretty decent. Yeah. yeah. So, so you can go to the beach yeah. and put WSFM on. Mm. Okay, that's Try probably going to happen. They're probably going to put two day on or something. There we go. Or kiss, right? Yeah. Um, when was the last time you went to the beach? Yeah, he put the edge exactly. on. Exactly. Well, clearly, I wouldn't go we to the beach. We don't do beaches. But, um, yeah, I don't do public bathing. No. Um, <laughs> I don't do bathing. Anyway. <laughs> I know, I'm good bathing. Oh, like, well, in terms like of washing. Like no, no, I like going to the the outlaws' pool. I thought he was going to say he liked going to those weird spas. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. Why are you being like that? I don't know. I just don't go to beaches, okay? Okay. So this is not a physique made for beaches. No, true. It's all well and good for you. They're pretty boy. Join the club. But um, anyway, so... I, I do well at beaches. I think... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would be good, wouldn't it, just to strut along a beach and go, here I am. I've got abs. <laughs> Ladies. Everyone's looking at me. Count them. There you go. Uh, anyway, uh, 130 bucks. Yeah. Why not? Like, what a great Christmas present! Because a lot of uh, a lot of people are buying Bluetooth speakers mm. for folks mm. now. If you buy, especially if you're buying for an older generation, mm. bingo. But mm. also, there's no reason why kids wouldn't be data conscious and thinking, okay, well, I don't mind listening to the Edge or Kiss or something mm. for a couple of hours, and it saves me my mobile data. Yeah, but you got a Bluetooth speaker at the same time. I've got a 16 year old, 17 year old sister mm. who is extremely we'll data conscious. Which, which one? Well, mate, I couldn't tell you. I don't wow. pay that much attention. <laughs> Probably seventeen, um, but but they are really data conscious now. I mean, yeah, it's right. a it's a serious issue with kids using Instagram, Facebook all the time, yeah. and, and and streaming services like Spotify and Apple Music taking up so much of your data. Yeah. A lot more kids want to listen to the radio. We'll be in the car driving. She won't want to listen to Spotify because she doesn't want to use that data. And she hasn't paid for it, so it's stuff. You know, it's all online. Mm. It's all streaming. Should sooner turn on the radio because it's oh, that God much love easier. Her. What a champion! Really, truly, honestly, we love young good. people who love radio. Mm. Getting all the we nostalgic. Love the radio. Yeah, but look, I mean, we had a couple. <laughs> Trevor, we had a couple of people on Facebook say, "Oh, well, you can't get DAB outside of metro areas." Well, then you've got your FM band there as well. Yeah, and and then someone said, "Well, well, there's no AM." Well, you've got digital radio if you want to listen to AM radio in metro areas. Look, it's palm held, it's JBL, so it, it, no doubt that it good sounds sound. good. We're going to get a review unit, so we'll write a more comprehensive review at some point. But yeah, look, a real novel product from JBL, combining the best of both worlds, except for AM, of course. Which apparently, Treb, you think would be technically a bit yeah, of a drain on the, the battery. Issue with, I think, think the issue with space. AM is the the actual transistor, the the kind of coil required for the antenna and the, and yeah. the actual mechanics of AM radio. It's too big, yeah. consumes power, and also creates massive interference. Sure. Yeah. So really, yeah, there'd be. Mm. It just you think. Well, think about your yeah. AM radio, and when you're walking with a mobile phone, mm. so that kind of interference just can't. You can't all package into these tiny little. That's why AM radio is not in phones. Right. Over the years, everyone's going, well, why can't I get AM radio on my phone? It would be a brick. It'd be going back to the old phones. You know, it's funny, AM radio, when you're listening to it, and you know when you go under a, a railway line, for example, yeah. you get some interference. Well, along Windsor Road, they've built the Northwest Railway Line, yeah. which is an elevated sky bridge. Yeah. 
Listening to radio, and particularly AM, along that whole difficult. length is now difficult. Jesus. On one side of the road, it's okay when you're on the other side, but uh, city bound. Not that I listen to that much AM radio anymore, uh, to be honest, but look, it's a, it's a real issue for those who like to listen Lawsy. to those types of shows. Lawsy goes good. We I don't think I've ever tuned into AM radio ever. Ever. No. It's pretty startling well, admission. I'll, I'll, just I'll, gonna say, I'll just gloss over that Okey one. Okie I grew up on it. Uh, diet of AM. Listen. So it hasn't finished. Go. Oh, we can't hear it. Um, there's been some pretty stupid names around the world. Uh, celebrities have named their kids apples and hmm. bloody whatever else. Northwest is one of the worst. What? Kanye West's uh, daughter or oh, son. The, the name North is North. Yeah. North. And yeah, I like that. Northwest. Northwest. Yep. I don't mind that, actually. What are you? Anyway, so uh, according to the interwebs, yes. um, a gate attendant for Southwest Airlines is in a bit of strife. Yeah, it's drama. Because she has named and shamed. Mm. Now, I, I the best one I can remember, because I travel a lot, you see the Ooh. odd boarding pass and people's names, you just kind of glance at them when you're standing in a line or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I remember there being this woman who's, the boarding pass, her name was just, it's extraordinarily long, like yeah. really long. And I kind of trying, I was looking at trying to trying to pronounce it, mm. but it was doctor something, right? Mm. And it was, so, I, I realized how smart flight attendants are at that point because she, you know, she scans, thank you, Mr. Long. Thank you, Mr. Bowen, whatever. And then she goes, thank you, doctor. Mm. Oh, genius. Genius. Didn't even try to pronounce it, just went with doctor. Mm. But anyway, in the US, this skater tenant has called out the name of a child and basically turned to her colleagues and said, have a look at this. With the kid right there. Yeah, the child's name, I'll spell it for you. First name, A, B, C, D, E. Uh, uh, That's literally how it's spelt. That's the spelling of the name. It's pronounced according according to the parent. It's pronounced absidy. Absidy. You're kidding. Absidy. Yeah. Oh, no. As in A-H-B-S-I-H-D-E-E. Oh, see, I saw it written somewhere else as A-B-Dash-City. I think everyone's got their own interpretation on it. Absidy. Yeah. Mate. That's, that is ridiculous. I don't give a rat. The parent should be shamed. But the parent should be barred from having kids. Can like, you... How does that happen? So what, So they put it on social media. The flight attendant yeah, put no, it on social media. I, well, I think first... No, no. I think the flight attendant shamed her yeah, publicly. Kind of in public, yeah. and the mum might have gone on social media and right. gone I mean, hard about it. I think you've got to be anti the, the flight attendant. In front, If the kid's right there, you know what I mean? Like That's going to stick with the kid for a while being laughed at, mm. but... That is ridiculous. Like, how dumb is that name? The, the child I'm actually said to, angry. The child said to her mum, Mum, why is everyone laughing at my name? And uh, and the mum said, not everyone is nice, and not everyone is going to be nice, and it's unfortunate. What you should have said was, because we gave you a rubbish name! <laughs> and she also says, after two weeks of uh, lodging a formal complaint, Southwest have not done a thing. What does oh, she yeah. expect? This will be like a million-dollar lawsuit yeah. over there. There'll be drama. And she'll probably get a million, being the US. She'll just sue for millions. How would you pronounce it? Ab- Absidy is what that's I A B C D E Absidy. That's wow. Mm. Look, wow. <laughs> it's not the kids' fault, is it? We need to target the mother. No, no, hundred percent. Um, oh, without question. I think they're out of line, Southwest, a little bit, uh, given how they've conducted themselves. But Jesus, I mean, it's a shit name. It really is an unfortunate it's, shit name. It's probably the worst name I've ever seen. How old's uh, the kid? Oh, I don't know. Young. Young. Yeah, but no, like, we're, we're under talking 10. under ten. Who? But. As if people let it get to this point. The kid's 10 and they haven't changed the poor, like the name yet? I'll like, tell you what, they were bound for Texas. That says a lot. That says everything. <laughs> is that home? <laughs> bound for Texas. Is that home, is it? That is home. Okay. They were Texas bound. Tracy Redford is the name. That's the mother. Absidy Redford. See, I actually, That's I, dumb. when I say it out loud, I don't mind the name Absidy. But Ooh. don't spell it like A, B, C, D, E. It's a, it's, it's a, I don't, I've never heard it before. It's kind of like an Abigail, yeah, kind no, of a, you know, Absidy. It's, 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 it's a cool name. That's not fine. a bad name. But why don't you just spell it Absidy? How would you spell Absidy if you were? A B C I T Y? Absidy. <laughs> Absidy, yeah, that you wouldn't work, do. doesn't it? Yeah. How's this remarkable figure? Maybe, yeah. According to the Social Security Administration database, 328 children were named A B C D E. How many? Between 1990 and 2013, 328. So you, she's in a unique club. I'm looking this up on Facebook. Um, There's no way. Are you having a laugh? You know, there's some names you, you actually... Facebook, you don't have to put your real name, you know. There are some mm. names you can't use, and I'm pretty sure Jesus is one of them. That came Jesus. up recently. What about Jesus? Jesus. Um, there are names you can't use. I don't think you can be... Like God. A, you certainly can't be a symbol, even though Prince tried it. God rest his soul. <laughs> um, uh, you can't be a number. It's not about that Seinfeld episode? You know, seven. Seven. <laughs> 
<laughs> Do you know why Prince did that? I only found out recently. Why? He did that because he was in a, a record label contract that said anything released under the name Prince That's right. yeah. was uh, was signed to that yeah, label. Yeah. So he changed his name to a symbol you couldn't pronounce so that yeah. he could release music. And he was the artist formerly known, known as Prince. That's a great I story. did not know that. Yeah. I found an Absidy Williams. That's ridiculous. So they exist. They're out there. Yeah, it's dumb. When we but go to see yes, John, and we drive through the desert in Nevada, you'll see these little outcrops of um, homes and villages, and this is where all the Abcasses live, I'm, I think. This is where Absidy is, yeah. Now I see it written. I mean, I actually see the word Absidy. Yeah, Absidy. Well, now, now I'm feeling yeah. bad. Because it actually looks like it looks like I can read it now. But, that but is I had so to be I had to be told how to pronounce it. That's the problem. No, that's not the problem. The problem is that it's spelt stupidly. That's dumb. Yeah. That's intentional. You just want to be yeah. If you're doing that to your kid, you just want attention. What would her nickname be? Ab- Abby. Abby. Alpha. Alphabet. Alpha. Alphabet. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the point. I mean, kid. she's going to get a lot of grief yeah. in uh, in college and in high school or whatever they call it over there. The flight attendant's in the wrong part. Yeah. That was pretty sad. Okay, except yeah. the flight attendant did the wrong thing. But Southwest, the, by the, the way, don't have the best reputation. Oh, yeah, they're the people that drag people off planes, aren't they? <laughs> Are they? Yeah, exactly. Or Are they the dogs? equivalent I remember. of, you know, one of our budget airline carriers no, over there? Or are they a mainstream player? I think they'd player? pretty much be like a virgin player. Really? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah, they're big. Okay, fair enough. But have see, you flown no, them? Yeah. Okay. There's nothing special. Oh, but imagine Virgin did that. Yeah. Imagine a Virgin staff member did that. Would happen. We'd be blowing up. Oh, yeah, you'd be, yeah. National out. My talk back. This is where AM radio. You'd, you'd have to listen to it because you'd want to hear the outrage. Yeah, 100%. yeah, it'd be real good. Anyway, A B C D E. You're out there somewhere, and so are 328 poor simples. Good luck, Anthony. Unbelievable. <laughs> Now, this came up, oh, I reckon, a year or so ago where people were calling, in this day and age, we're all for same-sex, you know, equality and all that 100%. sort of thing. We'll let, we, we let them marry these days. It's good. <laughs> we, it's <laughs> we've come a long, long way. Um, but look, people started focusing on... That's the sound of a hole being dug. People yeah. started focusing <laughs> Jeff. People started focusing on streetlights and how they, well, they don't represent equality because usually it looks like a man crossing the road, doesn't it? But women can wear trousers. So when I look at it, I I don't really think it's a man. It's a a figure. It's just a figure. So in Canberra, pedestrians in Canberra are making a double take with the installation of same-sex pedestrian lights in the city centre. So they've got same-sex couples. What do you mean mean same-sex pedestrian well, so just, essentially, I'll instead of the, the little exhibit. green man, mm. it's a picture of two two figures in skirts. Now, when I first saw it, well, it looked like two little girls crossing the road to me. Mm. Yeah, right. But the but the council or whoever it is actually specifically says we're trying to make it more reflective of our diverse population, and we're installing these first in a high LGBTQI population zone or something like that. This is in Braddon, a suburb of Canberra. What do you think um, of this, John? I mean, it's I'll, pretty wild. I'm because I'm, I'm going a few ways here. Yeah. I think it's dumb if they've changed the streetlights that existed mm. to do something like this and Correct. then had to specify that it was to do a change. Yeah. Yeah. There were lights there, they existed, and they... Sp- had to flick out the little the little insert. That's an outrage. Is it just the one intersection they're making an example no, of, it's, it's, or it's is this going to be a rollout? It's like a bit of work around, okay. around the joint. This will be like the NBN. Yeah, they won't be able great, to pull it off. It'll take forever. Great comment on the Facebook page. Said Someone said, look, I live in Canberra. Mm. I think all the green lights should be Raider symbols. Yeah, it's a good idea. Everyone's a Cam- Canberra fan. Yeah, and they'd be why al- not? They'd be always green. Green, the green, they're, they're green, aren't they? <laughs> Absolutely. This has also happened in Melbourne. I mean, it's incredible. I mean, Seriously. really, really. Wait, doesn't that you, just take the piss out of the whole argument? They should be spending more time putting in the you know the reverse counters, the ones that count down that tell you how long. Oh, yeah, like you know, in those China, are fantastic. America. I've seen a few. There's in, a few in Sydney. Uh, in Sydney. There's, there's, there's one in Parramatta. Is there? Yeah, yeah. The big cross where everyone crosses at the same time. There's one there. Yeah, they're good. Um. Yeah, the, the countdown is the best thing because you go, yeah. you know what, mm. old lady, 10 seconds left, you better wait. But I'm going to get across. Mm. That, that's the judgment that gets made when you've got yeah. the countdown happening. 100%. That's mm. where the money should be spent. You also know if you can run across or not. you got two seconds. Mm, I won't risk yeah, two it. seconds, I'm not going to go. You, five you, look seconds? At, you look at the bloke behind the wheel of the first car and you go, I've got you. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like You yeah. make those judgments. Look, I, I think there's nothing wrong with it at an operational level had they not paid extra for it. Mm. Right. I mean, because I wouldn't, ki- I wouldn't give a rat's if you put one for every ethnic group and you made, you know, put like a little <laughs> Sikh Muslim thing on top of it. Wow. I wouldn't care if 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 they weren't spending extra money to do it. Because sure. it's just a bit of fun. Yeah. You look, oh, I wonder what's on this street. Like, you know, that's not that's not that bad. I think we bring in the. Um, I think Stig would have to chime in here, but I'm pretty sure it's Berlin where mm. the Ampel man is, 
It's the, it's the who? The ample man. It's the it's the original symbol of it's like it looks like a bloke with his arms straight out. Right. There's a red one and a green one, and they're, they're like it's a you uh, can go to merchandise shops and get them, but they're like the original uh, yes. traffic light man. Yeah, right. Okay. Like, uh, just chill out, folks. It was just a drawing. We could change traffic lights completely. We could make them colours of the rainbow, for example. Well, yeah, that, that's the next step, isn't it? Yeah. So red only turns cross, into purple. If you're LGBTQI, you only cross on rainbow. Yeah. I mean, what? Just, can we just make the lights go green? Yeah. It's not rocket science. End of the day. It's ridiculous they spend money on it. I think, that, I think that's the most annoying part of it. Is, it. is anyone outraged for a different reason anyone, other than they spent money yeah, on it? If you're you know, in a same-sex relationship and you're crossing the road and you look at that green man which has always been. Are you How really are you looking offended? at that going, oh, I can't cop that anymore. I feel discriminated against. <laughs> That's exactly it's just piercing happening. my brain, that green man. There but, wouldn't be one person on the planet who thinks that. No. It's the councils, it's government, local governments, just taking over. Can we name things. and shame? Who's done this from government? Who's, who's put this out and gone? This, this is, is in incredible. Canberra. All right. It's uh, part of the CEO of the City Renewal Authority, whatever that is. That would be a sub, 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 That's sub, dumb. sub, subcommittee that just... Idiots. Justifying their own existence. Good luck to them. Give us a call. One th- oh, no, that's not our number. <laughs> so, uh, John was sitting in the office yesterday and I felt sorry for him. Yeah. I felt Excuse sorry me? for him. Because, mate, you've got like 20 followers on Twitter. It's embarrassing. Well, mate, I'm, look, I'm not... He's I'm not on television. He's only 20. The Hello? best thing is, the best thing is, so I put out a call. Yeah. I said, listen, we should all get behind mm. Johnny J. Mm. Is it John J. Aboot? John, at, at John, the letter J. Yeah. We, we're across the at symbol, mate. Yeah. Yeah. John J. Aboot, right? That's your Twitter handle. That's that Lebanese name. And you did pick up some pretty quick follower numbers, which was good. You know, maybe five or ten pretty quickly. But there's a lot more listeners, please. Listeners, get behind John J. Aboot, okay? Did you notice anyone specific that followed you for the first time last night? Yeah, how about you, mate? How long, <laughs> how long have we worked together? You clear? So funny. I'm you sitting there, I went later on. I, I was sitting at home and I went to check how many you'd got, and I went, "Oh, okay, wow. I wasn't following." Wow, <laughs> that's pretty bad. Well, I can now. I'm report very that selective. Got, at, at this point in time, I've got 59 followers. I'm wow, really, that's uh, uh, that's a, that's that? that's nearly 20 more. But see, you know what? I don't use Twitter an awful amount. I mean, I used it to complain to Caltech recently when yeah. their car wash scratched up my car. That was terrible. That. Yes, uh, and, I, you know, I share, I share a few articles, things that are exciting, but yeah. I'm not... Look, and I, You know what? Follow me on Twitter because I promise not to I promise not to flood your content, you know, with sure. rubbish. Sure. We just need... Also, if, if your wife's listening, yeah. um, look, he's a good sort, so... Yeah, look, he is the male model on the team. Um, how do you go on Instagram? I do well on Instagram. More of a real, visual medium. What, what are your yeah, numbers much, are like 500 followers on Oh, really? Is that yeah, more than yeah. me? Yeah, um, I do. I do well. Five hundred and four. I do well on Instagram. And a lot of that involves selfies and, and the like. I don't think there's a photo of anything but me. Just poses and just things like John that. Just John Abood. You gotta have the same hand every mate. It's really confusing. Yeah, just John Abood on uh, on Instagram. And yeah, mm. mate, you, there's a lot of photos of you. Look, I'll, it's I'll worse do than some Jeff contacts. actually, isn't it? Mm. But you know what, mate? The fans want to see it, and I'm here to deliver the goods. Five hundred and six <laughs> followers on Instagram. <laughs> You're basically a male model. Do you get any like direct messages from from chickies? You, you know, I could actually pull some up. Well, I actually have received. Oh, really? One, yeah. Fans, like let's not go. not too read, read them. Read them. Well, let's read them. Don't name them. Let's, let's look. Keep talking about Twitter let's for a second. Let me find something because I got a lot of. I got a lot of. We want to live through you vicariously. Yeah, that's hundred. My biggest problem is that I have a lot of friends. Yeah, that's my issue. I got to get through messages. People use it all the time. Do you want me all to read time. them? Oh, it's I'll been, obviously, I haven't been single for a long time, mate. Would it so be good if I just yeah, you know, grabbed your phone? No, it wouldn't be. One, one dog, one bone. Definitely wouldn't be good. Because really? yeah. it's just one friends. One dog, one bone. This is probably yeah. dragging out a bit now, John, just to be honest. We'll just keep patting while we've you scan through your phone. Really? I think what we've determined here is lies. He's lies. Well, this segment's clearly gone fantastic. No one's ever... Does your current partner listen to this podcast? Yes, she does. She'll be wrapped with this She's fantastic. Shannon, you're the best. Good kid. Met her once. Lovely, lovely girl. She's very attractive too. I'm she is attractive, mm. and she, I'd hope so. Because if you were going out with someone who wasn't attractive, I'd I'd have suspicions about That's your sexuality. Well, wow! <laughs> I, I think we should move on because John's obviously lying about getting fall. direct I, messages, and also Shannon's going to be looking at your phone now. I just think he's yeah. stalling. He doesn't. He's just realised what he's doing. No, mate. The, look, I'm telling Shannon's you, they exist. Hear this conversation. The, no. You know, actually, good anyway, point. He's you know, got a bar, and, and I can see why he's a good-looking man. Apparently, he gets hit up. Whatever. There you go. Trevor Long. Yes, mate. Mate, you got a game, you got a brand new game yesterday. Yeah, mate. You installed it, you got really excited about it. Let Farming me tell you, let, 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 me just, let me just tell you why I got the game. I got an email from a PR company saying, um, have you ever thought about um, the, the the stress that you get when you're playing computer games? 
And no, I thought no, I haven't. Well, as as a as a gamer and, and someone that often plays competitive games, it's a real thing. And they basically said that some games Stress. can be good for your mental health. And they said Farming Simulator 19 is just that. And I wrote back and said, listen, I tried Farming Simulator 18 with my son. It was it was frustrating. I couldn't work out how to play mm-hmm. it. But you know what? If you've got a PlayStation code, we've got a PlayStation here in their headquarters. Yep. Uh, send us a code. Mm-hmm. So we got a download. We got a review copy. And I sat down to play Farming Simulator. Oh, like it's it's an interesting game. You're simulating owning and, and running a farm. Mm. I think what John wants to do is is to bring people into what happened with Farming Simulator. Um, this is the Instagram story that John posted. I don't know. You'll have to tell us, Barn, whether the audio works here. It doesn't. Okay. That's not Modern good. stuff. Find, find on, um, into the ground. But it doesn't tell you how! Yep. I've got a bit angry. You're enjoying Farming Simulator 2019, Trev. I love the idea, but I don't know how to play it! I don't, I'm just, it's Do you want to talk? No, I just want to know how to lower the cultivator. All right, here there's, we go. Have a crack. There's no... It's, there's no hey, 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 hey. Come on. Wow. Oh, my God. Hang on. Stop. 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 I think I found it. You press... Anyway, look, I worked Why it out. did this happen after this I left? Was, this was yesterday after you left. You took an early mark, so... Oh, play the game. Didn't take it out. Um, anyway, that's that's enough of that rubbish. Wow. Turn, turn it down. Um... The bottom line is, I got very, very frustrated playing the game. You're not an average player, though, Trev. What are you trying to say? Mate, you're a tyrant. We've been over this about three times already in this mean? podcast, yeah, you mate. Can never be you're not, a bit you, of a lunatic. You can never be not stressed. You're a little bit of a lunatic. Well, it would take a drug thing. to de-stress I, I you. I loaded the game from scratch, brand new install, yeah. and the first thing that popped up on the screen was, you know, to learn something or other, um, you know, check the tutorials. Yes. Where are they? There's no okay. tutorials. I walked <laughs> He's around the whole up there. He's I couldn't go. find the bloody... I'd teach myself how to use a bloody combine harvester. That's very hard. Okay, well, all right. Can we, can we step back a little bit? Why do they think that Farming Simulator 19 is a calming or I can otherwise... Now, I can now confirm that it is and why it is. So okay. having yesterday achieved some success with learning some of the, the I guess, controller, the, the controls on the, on the PlayStation mm. controller... Mm. Um, I sat down this morning just before you arrived and I, I cranked up the combine harvester and I, I started uh, you know, harvesting my crop. Mm, this is and ridiculous. I took a, took a tractor over to the Weybridge and, and sold some grain, yeah. which was good. And, good. mate, farms are big. And so when you're running a combine sure. harvester up and back, up, it's, mate, you just got to sit and you got to drive. It, it's, it's slow. Oh, it's a slow, slow game. And that's why it's de-stressing because you play Call of Duty there's no time off in that game no. you play Farming Simulator you can go you know what I could hire a worker to do this job mm-hmm. or I could save 300 of my little virtual dollars and I could do this whole field to myself so there's nothing to shoot nothing to run over nope. Nope. there's no violence nope you're running a farm. You've got to sow. You've got to, you've got to plough the ground. You've got to sow the seeds. You've got to fertilise. You've got to then wait for it to grow. You've got to harvest Help. it. You've got to put it in a hopper. You've got to take it to a grain silo. You've got to sell it. You can you can buy. You can do forestry. There's a whole bunch of crops. What you incentives can do. are there to continue this game? Is just there, to be good at the levels. Mate, what it's, incentives it's are there to be good at Call mate. of Duty? Mm, you, you, you progress through the levels and then you finish the game and you put it no. down and never play it again. No, no, it doesn't no. Most, work like people, that. most mean, people don't really play it to, to finish it. They play it to just keep killing people in, in the multiplayer. A lot of, And a lot of games these days are just played at a on a skill basis. You just want right. to be better than the next guy or better than your mate or better mm. than this. Games like Farming Simulator, from what Trev's described, are just in the name of relaxing. Right. And, and, I, I, I want you to play it because I want to be better than you. Uh, yeah, okay. I come home from a day in this office. This is like office. the Ubicar game. Yeah. Well, but see, you, you're not really better than someone at Farming Simulator. Yeah, you just, I could have a better better dollar, better bank balance. But see, now farm. you're playing it wrong. That's that's not... And I'm going to tell you how to play it. You, you play it yeah, as you know, a Competition as a leads to stress. Because it's a lot like... Uh, the, you got the game Minecraft, right? Minecraft's a huge game. Everyone yeah, knows yeah, it. Yeah. It's designed for kids. It's, it Truly, I mean, it's a kid's game. But my friends and I will go home on a Tuesday night. In fact, last night, well, last night, Monday night, and we played. It's been a really big, <laughs> it's been a big week. Um, no, Thursday night, it was Thursday. You're right. I wish I was Thursday night, and we went home and played Minecraft. We're a bunch of 21 year olds yeah. went home and played because we've had a long day. Yeah. Trev's been yelling in the office all day. Yeah. There's stress built up. Yep. And you sit there, and it's got calming music. Sure, mate. You're punching some fucking trees. Like it's relaxing. <laughs> it's and you know what? It's calm, mate. It's, it's, this is the yeah. thing. Why would you give up city life and move to a farm? Because. Mm. It's a different life. Mm. It's a slow lifestyle. Yep. Um, and there's upsides. Like, th- there's no doubt in my mind, I'm always looking at going, so which crop should I be, should I be sowing because it mm. makes more money? And yeah. I, I did that this morning. I thought I'm going to grow whatever these pea things are because they look like they make more money. Mm. Now, I've got a big problem. If anyone's listening and they play farming simulator, I've got a lot of weeds. I've the field, I've sowed the seed, and there's friggin' weeds everywhere. In fact, one of, my fields is a, one, of my feed, one of my fields is 100% weed. 
Really? And I don't what? mean... I don't mean weed. I mean it's weed. So can you use a pe- like a, a zero it or how's it work? Well, I'm trying to find that out now. That's what the hey, instructions. Hey, hey. So again, calm and game, Calm-down, mate. There's more weeds everywhere. He's got weeds. You know what's my favorite part about this? We documented a lot of Trez's experience on the EFTM Instagram. It's at EFTM on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the story there, yeah. it'll probably disappear by the time you get to look at it. Yeah, if you yeah. haven't seen it already, yeah. we might um, save it. We should save it as a little farming we'll, simulator we'll story. We'll try and do that. That's fantastic. That'd be fun. But. What was what was hilarious was when Trev we didn't get this on Instagram when Trev took it to the market yes and he, he drove this load of grain all the way to the market yep. Yep. and he poured down the into the grain you can't silo. fast travel you got to drive all the way to you got to drive it's a slow pro- but that's what's nice it's a slow process yeah. and you were calm when you were driving yeah man loved the it. most part loved it and he poured the money in and he he watched he watched he poured the grain he watched the money go into his gown and sure. he lost it right. mate he was jumping I up and down money. with joy wow Let's be honest. Yeah, well, mate you won like, you made three thousand euros in an online game you were flipping can I yeah, just point out just, this uh, all took place during working hours mate this is what we do right so when, you're going to write a review when people walk in the door downstairs and go hey guys what do you do i play computer games <laughs> hey there's a strange <laughs> thing when it comes to this building in terms of the front door it, oh, it just look. doesn't look from the front heard, like it's the sort of building you can so just walk into john wasn't here so so earlier we're sitting at our desk working very hard very we're hard. flat out and, and i heard the flat out the john door. Not, sure. not 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 the doorbell because there's a doorbell out there but i heard the yep. at the door door opened interesting i stood up slowly and looked mm. down and there was a bloke just standing there with the door just looking. He's <laughs> just looking around. Now he's he's dressed probably not not even as not even as good as me, and I'm dressed pretty down today. Pretty he's got cool, work yeah. boots on. Yeah, didn't look. He looked like a bit like a tradie. Was he a? Courier? He goes, uh, you guys just moved in. I went, yeah, mate. Just yeah. a weeks ago. He goes, oh yeah. Yep. What do you do? I went, uh, really, we haven't nailed the answer to that question yet. <laughs> <laughs> I go, we're uh, we do content. We make uh, podcasts, websites, videos. Yeah, to the boy. You said we're a publisher, basically. Yeah, that's said. what I mean. Yeah. We're a publisher. Yeah. I like that. Um, and I said, you know, we review cars and technology. Because oh, we yeah. make we make videos, training videos, yeah. uh, vehicle training videos. Yeah. I don't know. I couldn't understand what he was talking sure. about, but. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he, he just wandered in. He's probably listening to the podcast because they're looking it up now. Yeah, he's a huge we're, fan. We're, we're locking the door from now on yeah. because it's just, it's like ring the doorbell, people. Yeah. Because well, there's no other purpose other than thing. to say, what do you do? Yeah, yeah. Well, with the, was, he fr- was he friendly? Yeah, lovely. Oh, lovely. Okay, right, 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 right. Think about yeah. it. We're in a complex here. How many would there be? Like 40, oh, 50 60, units? 60. Right? 60, is there? And, uh, and, you know, there's air conditioning company, there's granny flat builders, there's all these yeah, different yeah. things here. And here's this thing. It's diverse. And most of them have one sign up. And we've mm. just put signs all over yeah, the building. We, we have gone a little bit over the top. Yeah. The sign rod has just gone, here's an opportunity to <laughs> fucking take someone's money and just smash <laughs> it. Anyway, but it looks good. Yeah. Um, got a new garage so floor. Going, What's going on here? Mm. And so yeah, why sure. not ask the question? Oh, you know what? I respect him for asking the question. Wait till he... But yeah. the doorbell from the outside, all the it says is EFTM Tech Cars Lifestyle. Yeah, sure. So for now, I'm a lock on the door. Yeah. Particularly we start showing up in Ferraris and Lamborghinis. Yeah. I mean, they're going to think we're bikies. Can we organise that real soon? Because I kind of want to have that buzz before Chrissy. Oh, before Christmas? I can't yeah. make any more notice. I'll, I'll, I'll bring mine in. I'll okay, you bring your Audi in. I'll make a call and uh, we'll get the Ferrari. Okay, I look forward to that. Uh. What's all the heavy sighing, gentlemen? Oh well, can we just relax? What time is it? <laughs> the, Why have you got that bottle? Ten of, minutes uh, past. Uh, bottle of yellow. It looks like urine. I'm here. To, okay, slow down, Trev. Clearly, you don't drink, and you don't know. No, I don't drink. This, no. But Bowen and I, mm. mate, we've got a bottle of Isla Bay. That's how I'm going to pronounce. It. I'm not sure exactly how it's pronounced, but I'm going with Isla Bay. It's a whiskey. Uh, well, it's spelled A I L S A. What? It's a whiskey. We've already had one. Crap! Is that is that a drink? Is it? It's a drink. It's a whiskey. We used that earlier to clean the fridge. It's funny, you know. Yeah, what? no, we got a brand yeah. new. Well, I wasn't here. We yeah. got a brand new high sense fridge, yeah. and we took all the packaging off. Barney did a great yeah. job, put it in place, and then we noticed some like sticker residue on it. Yeah, you got some spray and wipe. You got some hot water. Didn't Nothing work. worked. And that stuff there, which like you methane. now tell me is whiskey, mm. got it off in a breeze. Yeah. There's big labels on it. Are you kidding? No, I knew exactly what I was yeah, doing. Yeah, mate. <laughs> 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 content. It's alcohol, yeah. and it You're would definitely get. So, it'll, so it'll great news. Dinner. Breaking news for your review. Elsa Bay whiskey will get sticker residue off a stainless How did you pronounce it one more time? Isla Bay. If you if you're wondering why one of the Chuck's cloths stinks like this, that's why. Well, it smells lovely if it's if it smells like this because this it is a, it's pugnant. Well, what? Mate, I don't want that smell up here. Mate, I smell it just downstairs. relax. We're going to do a taste test. So we've got a 700 ml bottle here. That's 27 standard drinks, 48.9 percent alcohol. It's a, I think it's about 100 bucks. Well, that's pretty pricey for a bottle of whiskey. I've got to say. But you know what? 100. What what they're promoting is is that it's a data distilled whiskey. Oh dear God. Data distilled. Hey, what does hey. that mean? It, it, hey, 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 I had hey. this explained to me in a way that it's kind of just uniform. So you've got the process of making whiskey mm. and it, it requires a lot of 
human interaction you know, b- between the distilling process and the barreling mm-hmm. and this sort of so this is a kind of a good way to monitor the whole process and make sure that everything's uniform right. and they use data to do it okay um and i've been told that it's scientifically distilled at 0.022 phenyl parts per i have no idea what they're talking about that is. long story short it's a really nice single malt scotch we're going to do yeah. a taste test here again? on the podcast and it's not hit me because you're right Whis- the bottle, mate. have a try well yet. we used it to clean the fridge so i didn't know how much of it you used <laughs> you're right whiskey can vary from you know Vintage to vintage, that's I a, guess. How much whiskey that's does one drink? It's a little bit. Real. This you, is basically you have, you a shot. You wouldn't have the slightest, would you? That's a shot. No, it's that's not, a, it's, that's not even a shot. shot. We're doing yeah. a taste test. Yeah. So, Bodog, I want you to hold this. I want you to smell it. All right. I'll just give it a bit of a Trev, whiff. Trev, you have a look. Don't, oh, don't drink it yet. What do you, yeah, I mean, go it's got a bit of uh, Johnny Walker to it. Actually, yeah. Give me smells. Give me. It smells a bit Bundy to me. Bundy? Bundy. Bundy, right. Bundy's a bit smoother, I think. Give it. Give us. What are you smelling? Well, I do have a bit of a block nose. Textures. He's got a cold at the moment. fucking thing. Well, Trev, go on then. What are you, what are you smelling? Honey? Because I've got the noses. I've got what taste. you're supposed to be I'm smelling. I'm a super taster, man. I don't know tastes. This is the Isla Bay whiskey. It's made by William Grant and Sons. They're a huge whiskey manufacturer. I'm drunk to sniff it. <laughs> I may be over the limit. When was the last time you had a drink? I think there's oh, open oats. There's a bit of oak in that. Okay, good. You're getting, you're getting fresh wood smoke. Right. They say a rich peaty aroma. Yes. Uh, as well as a candied orange peel and oak sweetness. The, on, mate, the orange peel, that's what it is. Does that mean they put orange, orange peel into the... No, it's all the, bullshit. It, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm not sure how they do yeah, it. Yeah. It's but, like describing art, Trev. They just make it up. Okay. But it's all but, about the taste, isn't it? But it, does, but it smells nice. The point, the point is that it smells really nice. It does smell fruity. It does smell mm. oak. You can feel that smoke. Uh, yes. just didn't smell. Well, go for a taste, Bodog, and tell me what you think. I've drunk we a gonna, bit of it. Well, you, we're just doing a, a, a bit of a, just, just have a, little a sip, shot have a little or sip? a little no, sip. No, I'm yeah, just, just going to go off mic, as they say, in the, uh, the industry I used to work in. So you're supposed to be tasting. Actually, you know what? I'll wait. I'll wait. You let me know. What do you got? All right. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, I've got to say, I had a blocked nose, and now that's been cleared. Um, it's starting to go down my gullet as I speak. It's, it, I have an instant sensation of warmth. And that's what Look, whiskey does like, to you, yeah. Like most whiskeys, mm-hmm. it's it's pleasant. I've got to say, it doesn't have a, a cheap taste to it. There's no doubt about that. Oh, it's really nice. Yep, because there's some pretty cheap whiskeys out there. There are. Uh, I like it. I mean, you know, I'm not really a whiskey drinker. But, uh, yeah, look, it's actually quite easier to drink than what I thought it would be based on its aroma and the fact we use it as a cleaning agent. <laughs> 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 I don't mind look, it. It's it's well, they, they say that it's supposed to be smoke, fruit, and creamy toffee. Look, I got to be honest, I didn't get any toffee. cream. Did you? Did you That's did you really? what it is. Yeah. Wow, okay. See, I, I didn't I get need to expand my vocabulary. It's toffee, candied orange peel, and the smokiness is definitely there. It is. It's very smoky, but it's also really, really smooth. This is the Isla Bay. So they call it the sweet smoke. This one, it's forty-eight point nine percent alcohol, which is a fair bit more than most. Most whiskies are about forty. Yeah, I was going to uh, say a lot of your high. other spirits are even a little bit lower. So forty-eight point nine percent is pretty. It's pretty high. Um, but it's a beautiful whiskey, and I'm not, again, I'm not sure what data distillation has to do with it. Maybe it's just a way to get it to take people like us. Yeah. But it's it's an exceptional bottle of whiskey. Isla Bay, A I L S A. You're not allowed I, to write this on the website until you explain in better terms what data distillation is. Okay, that's your only challenge. Well, in that case, the review will be up uh, at some point tomorrow when I figure out what that means. Yeah, because I don't uh, understand. I so have, have a look out for that at eftm.com. That'll be up there probably tomorrow or the day after. Uh, and yeah, I mean, look, it's, it's a fantastic. I think bottle. we need to remember, Barn, because you've left it at the office for some reason. We need to give Jeff some next week because I, I want his description. Yeah, yeah, sure. Although yeah. he will have heard this, so he might. He might he's he's not a big whiskey drinker, I don't he's think. God, yeah, but I, still, yeah. but he's got a palate. He, he's got that ability he to describe palate, taste. Yeah. Interesting that you said. He's I'm not sure why you left it at the office. Yeah, mate, we have long days around we here. Do. We do. We slap. And and you can be quite difficult to deal with sometimes. The, the problem is, Jeff, we've got to drive home. <laughs> That's the biggest drama. Look, I know you want to turn the place into a bar. But I really won't do well on Ubicar after a couple of glasses of this. You know car. what I feel like after that? Having a cigar. You know, just yeah, sitting back. It's, it's that smoky, mate. Yeah. It's, that, it's that deep and smoky that you really, you feel manly. Put a smoker's jacket yeah. on, just sit a back on a leather chair jacket. and just, just, just chew the fat. <laughs> mate, what's a smoker's jacket? It's a jacket that smokers wear. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really informative podcast. People in, in past eras, uh, they were smokers, and they'd have a smoking room, and they'd have their own dedicated smoker's jacket. Right. It was like a status symbol, like a cigar would be, or, right, or okay. the whiskey they were drinking. Mm. Yeah, they were the days. Just no, cute. Mate, have you topped up again? I'm, I'm just having a little bit. Oh, right, okay. This has been good. Um, look, the, that wasn't what I was expecting, because okay. I'm not big on spirits, to be honest. It's probably a good thing you've seen me in action on... Uh, Things like that. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, all right, you got your review in, and we look forward to the full review at EFTM.com.
Well, today, John. I think it's the sound of bones. Oh, no. <laughs> Sorry Mate, about that. You've oh, just like driven the call. My wife's done So cover the microphone. What's your wife supposed no to do? She's sick, and we're all sick. But um, just leave me alone. The sting was on. No one would have heard that unless you raised. Is it. little Henry around? Hey, he, he? yeah, he's around. Sorry, this drive. It's always It's your whole son you're talking about. <laughs> I want to talk about it. John's, um, John's had one whiskey and he's sitting down. <laughs> he's also glazed he's on over. the floor, Jesus. <laughs> Look at his eyes. Wow. It does give you a bit of a... I'm sweating. It's I know the nice. aircon's off because it was making too much noise. I'm not it's also sure dripping I on the roof. Whiskey. That's what I've learned. Oh, yes. Jesus Christ, no. Mate, it's a, but it's a really nice bottle. That, that is a good drop. Right. Like yeah. If a man ever goes where the kids one weekend... Yeah. I'm prepared to get smashed on a Friday right here during the weekend. <laughs> are you being but serious? I'll, I'll hold need, you to that. It make, that's fine because Amanda's never going away with the kids for a whole weekend without me. Right. So pretty sure the pretty strata doesn't allow for Thanks part, for the empty promise. Impromptu parties here. Back to you, Bert. So today we went for lunch and, and that's what we've been doing, um, Trevor and I. Meetings. Uh, as each day goes by here because we haven't had a fridge so we can't bring our own lunch to work. Thanks for the invite. So there's a cafe at the front. You arrived too late so we need to eat at midday, not 2.30 in the afternoon. Cafe at the front and... Trevor shouts sometimes, I shout other times. Usually Trev or more EFTM shouts. Uh, today, <laughs> he's gone, let's go for lunch. And I said, okay, let's go. We'll go through the process. I'll try and not pay, forget my wallet or something. And he's gone, I've got some cash. I'll use cash. Do you carry cash? Yes. You do? Yes, all the time. I'm looking at it now because he actually didn't even end up using it. It was a $20 note and a $10 note. I haven't used cash for... Some years now. I'll tell you first why I've got cash, and there's only one reason. Yeah. And what the hell are you doing? Just in my wallet. Oh, okay, right. <laughs> so just just give me his microphone. Okay. Left. We'll um, so down. unfortunately, my local shopping centre is great. It's yeah. got everything you need, mm. but the bakery refuses to accept cards. Right. Like it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, so I got to go and get twenty. Luckily, there's an ATM. I can get just twenty. Just cash or, job. Joint. Twenty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got twenty or forty bucks out. And go, what a show <laughs> off. John has just whacked down $290, $390 what on earth in folding. Have you been to the casino? Because you only get these at the I, casino, the greenbacks. <laughs> I carry cash because it's good to have. Mate, why are you have. carrying $300 is this, in cash? Is this to Hello? control your budget because you can physically see how much you're spending? That's a really good reason. For me, if it's a big purchase, I do like to use cash because it really makes me consider the purchase. If sure. You, like, you know, if you look at a is pair of happening? shoes, an expensive pair of shoes, something like that, and you go, no, that's a good point. You know it's, like Monopoly. it's like playing Monopoly. You've actually physically got the cash it's and, you, and you're spend. protective of it. Exactly. It's harder to spend. Yeah. For me, that's a huge reason. But, I mean, as you said, mate, you go to a bakery, you go to a place. What if you go out for a, a fancy dinner and you can't pay by card? What if the F What if the place fancy dinners? B, where are you going that you can't pay with a card? I'd, Australia has the highest proportion of tap-and-go payments, let alone FPOS, than anywhere in the world, yeah, for Christ's I've sake. I've been to a hotel and the FPOS was down for like three days. I had to pay by Don't cash. Don't you hate that? Right. I, had to, mate, I had to drive to an ATM because I didn't have this much on me. Mm. Mate, the local bakery, that's the only thing that needs cash. Yeah, well, guess what, mate? Technology does fail sometimes, as much as we don't want to believe it, and sometimes cash payments are necessary to get the things you want. Yeah, sometimes you get Do these... You know, you know why you carry cash? I'll tell Go you on. why you carry cash. Because you're showing off. Well, I drive a you fancy want, convertible sports car. You want mate. to open your wallet at the pub and, and have your a, mate no, see mate, that you actually... You know, you are. You're, show, you're show-off. I'm surprised you don't have it on a little clip. Like you're a, a fucking show-off. Have a look <laughs> at your Instagram. <laughs> a, Jesus. Do you, do you know where this started? <laughs> the, fume, <laughs> the fumes have got to Trev. Yeah, he's, he's, <laughs> put that bottle away. Put the lid back on, will you? Jeez. Oh, was it, we were at the races one day. There's yeah. probably 20 of us lads yeah. all suited up, ready for a race day. And an hour in, we're all melted, just completely drunk, off our heads. We've lost a lot of money. Jesus Christ, Vegas will be big. So, <laughs> we're in the we're in the bleachers of the races, and one of our mates jumped from his chair to someone else's and cracked the chair. Ooh. So the security guards come down and go, "Mate, what's your problem?" Mm. And one of the boys has gone up, slipped him a fifty, and just gone, "Mate, we're, oh, we're, we're, we're very sorry." So the, the, the corruption, the coppers come up, just go. We heard a lot of noise. What's going on? Yeah. Second goes, "No, it's no worries. I handled it." Oh, so the whole on. day he carried hush hush money. <laughs> it's a hush hush money. The whole day. This Seki had our back. Mate, we didn't get Se- kicked out. Seki! <laughs> Security guards are Seki! This is why it's good to have John on the team. We're just learning stuff. He's carrying he's, cash to bribe people. He's bribing and showing off. That's the only reason. I'm surprised you haven't taken a fucking Instagram photo of your wallet with cash. <laughs> <laughs> you, could, you could confirm this with the missus. Every time we walk into a segment. Yeah. That's the other reason. You're showing off to her. You no, want I'm her not, to think mate. you're rolling. She knows, she knows I'm rolling. Oh, <laughs> she knows. rolling. But no, but, but truly, every time we go into a cinema, we, and we carry in... Things from Coles and the likes. Yeah. I'm not buying cinema snacks because I'm not made of money, yeah. despite what well, I like to like pretend. Yeah. Um, so I always carry a five or a ten yeah. in my hand, yeah. just a sneaky little. Do I need to pay off the person at the door to sneak my snacks in? 
There's Every no one at the door. But well, I'm, I'm not sure. Cinema, Who is doing this? There's no one at the door. Mate, I'm doing this. What if What if they go? Oh, you can't bring that into the. Cinema? I'm like, well, here's a sneaky five. You didn't see nothing. They're getting paid like three dollars oh, an shit, hour. That's they're... never worked. Well, it's never. I've never had to. But I'm always prepared. That's the thing. Oh, exactly. It's making this shit up. Mate, I, how am I making that up? I'm. I'll call the missus right now on the podcast. You're going to be. Don't carry cash in the states, mate, because you've got to tip everywhere. Like you'll just get. Just do it. Oh, I'm not. Don't tip. Yeah. Oh, look, I'm not a tipper. No. I don't really say, so you're also you're a tight ass, <laughs> but you're prepared to bribe people. Mate, the Audi prepared to bribe, tight ass, loves showing off his money. A whiskey yeah, drinker. It's good. Well it's, wow. John Please, Abood, do, everyone. Just don't follow me on Twitter. John J. Abood. Well, that's it. Jeff's back next week. Are we done? He doesn't show, he, actually, Jeff does show off as much as you do. He's very, they're very similar. He's like an older... Yeah, he's, you, you uh, don't want to end up like Jeff. You know, though, we're both you? wogs. He's Italian, I'm Lebanese. That's I what can't it say that. Is it an ethnic thing? Like, you know, I'm willing to represent my nationality. Sure, okay. You're willing to represent I'm not sure if they want to be represented by me, but I'm willing to do it. But anyway. Yeah. Just the use of selfies on Instagram, it just it astonishes me. I, I just, well, I mean, there's no point of me doing that, is there? Because why would I share a selfie? Look at me. Well, hey, come on, not yeah. like that. Let's not be like that. Gentlemen? No, it's it's important to be realistic. I John. think you need to shave though. That bum oh, It's getting around. a bit gross. It's just it is getting on. a bit gross. Just yeah. Shave. It's the Arab. Oh. That's it. It's the Arab jeans, mate. <laughs> it's blaming hair everywhere. Stuff. Oh, we're a great hair show. Okay. It's <laughs> been great to have your company. Uh, tweet us at EFTM. Uh, join the Ubi Car Challenge. Uh, download the app and uh, get driving. And we'll see whether you can uh, win the EFTM competition. John Boy, thanks for coming, mate. Have a great weekend. Thanks for having me. And if you're not here next time, you'll need a note. This is the EFTM podcast. EFTM.